Now, it is uh, Wealthy Wednesdays, and this morning we are talking about ways in which you can instill long-term good financial habits in your children. And joining us on the line is Busi Silesho, international accredited money coach, money consciousness teacher, and author. A very good morning to you, Busi. Good morning, Kenny. Thank you so much for inviting me again. Absolute pleasure, absolute pleasure having you again with us. We're talking about a very important subject, teaching kids about money and also instilling good financial practices with them. Now, I know for a fact that I grew up with a a little kitty, you know, one of those piggy uh, that you like drop coins in them and, you know, you keep them there and you just watch it filling Mm. up and, you know, I've saved money and I think to a certain extent, it has contributed to my financial practices as an adult. But let's just talk about why it's important for parents to start teaching their children about money from an early age. Yes, that is actually a very good practice, the kitty practice, because um, when you're small, you remember everything, and everything you, you, you almost like absorb everything without even questioning it. So when you keep seeing your money growing, that kitty, you understand that oh wow, money can actually you know there can be a lot or less. So it, it's a very good um, way to. Uh, say something to the child. Mm. So now the the one thing is that um well two things we could give our kids a a better money consciousness future or we could give them our own which is maybe not so amazing. And um we can, so that is a good thing because we can choose now what we want them to know. Mm. So we could uh set them up for the right, um, on the right route or not, or, you know, whichever way that uh, it happens. So I thought this morning, let's talk about maybe um, uh, five things that a parent can do that is, is possible that one can do now, you know, especially kids that are already three years. At three years, that's when we learn about money. That's the first time we understand what money is as human beings. And most of the time we stay in that three years mode until we're 80 and we're dying <laughs> because that is where we make our relationship with money. So if you have a three-year-old, it's good. It's a good time to start them um, on these five things. Okay, let's go through them. What's the first thing that parents can start doing? So the first thing is about the parent, unfortunately. <laughs> the parent is going to be part of this. Mm-hmm. So the first thing is that the parent needs to fix their relationship with money. Mm. So our kids do not hear us. They feel us and they do what we do. So if you say to your child, hey, this is the wrong thing and you're doing it, it's not going to work. So if you say to them, you know what, do not sacrifice yourself for money, but you wake up to go to a job you hate every morning, it's just not going to make sense. So you need to fix your vibration with money. You need to fix your relationship with money. You need to be okay with money. So you you need to think of money and not feel... um, negative emotion and all that and and that's a whole you know story for you as a parent but when you are good with money your kids will also not have money problems just because you are okay with it so and, and that i've seen it in my own life and it, 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 it it's it's amazing because you'd never have to say anything they just 
take on who you are. Mm. Mm. Very true. Yes. They don't. They don't hear you. They also see you and they observe you. Mhm. Mhm. So if you will go to work and you say, "Oh, I hate going to this job. It's just that I have to do it for money," they're like, "Wow. Okay. So people should hate their jobs and just do it for money." So that that that's how it works to them. Mm. So the second thing is we need to let our kids know something that we were never told, which is it's easy to make money. So it's not we should not let them get onto the work on of it's hard to make money. You for you to make money you need to hustle, you need to uh, be this and that. You you probably not in the right part of the world, you probably not the right colour for making money, you not the right uh, gender to make money, you not so we need to let our kids know that it is easy to make money. So we don't probably know this or understand this so it's not going to be easy for us to say that but then and 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 be the other thing so we could then say to them you know what my child i was taught something else about money and i was taught that it is hard to make it but for you you know what i would like you to go on a journey where you actually understand that and find ways to learn that it's easy to make money. So I probably don't know how to do this, and but this is not the best way. So you're just telling them that, well, how I'm doing money right now is not the best way. You could do better than this because actually, apparently, money is not hard to make. So then they can go and look for that information, and then they will find it, and then they will do it because they are young. They are not cluttered with all the drama that we have gone through. They will be able to find it. Let's talk about, before we get to point number three, I want to talk about, mm. you know, what parents say about money to kids, okay? And mm. sometimes we want to control the spending of our kids because, you know, mm. we've got a budget. We know that it's not possible to always give children money when they want it. So then what we always mm. say is, you know, there's no money. There's no money. So the mm-hmm. child starts to believe the psychology of there's never money, there's never enough money. I shouldn't even mm-hmm. bother to ask because I know that mm-hmm. mom or dad is always going to say there's no money. And also parents love to say, do you think money grows on trees? Where do you think we're going to get the money to do that? <laughs> you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and, I, and I suppose it comes from a good place. But what it does mm. is that it starts to, you know, ingrain a type of psychology is that even when that child becomes an adult, they have a very mm. strained relationship with money because money has always been something that's not there. So even when they have it, they don't know what to do with it because they've grown up knowing that money is something that is out of their reach. Mm-hmm. So like now you just said, um, so when you give them the belief that it, it, money doesn't grow on trees, so that's what they take. But then if we then say to them, you know what, um, I probably don't know how to get that money. What do you think we should do to make money for this thing? Because now you want those things and this currently, I currently don't have the money for this. I so don't say we don't have money. So you just tell the truth. I currently don't have money for this. How do you think we can make money for this or you can make money for this? And you will be shocked how your kids, what your kids will come up with because the thing is their consciousness is clean and, and ready to go. Mm. They'll be like, okay, I can do one, two, three. And you'll be like, what? 
Mm-hmm. If you said that, so you can usually learn from that. So, so our mother said, we don't have money for that. We don't have money for that. We can't afford that. Mm. Don't say we can't. They can. You just can't. So be like, okay, baby, um, I can't have that. I can't afford that now. But what do you think you can do? They will come up with all sorts of ways and you'll be shocked. That is incredible. Let's move on to point number three. So point number three is that they need to value their talents. So we were taught that the stuff that we really enjoy is hobbies we should just do for fun and then in the meantime we should go and, you know, like maybe go to school and study and so that we can have money. But we were never told to value our talents and to be proud of our talents. So our kids need to always be aware what they are good at. So when, like my daughter, she's so great at gymnastics. She knows, she's like, she tells me, like, I'm good at gymnastics. So my figure, my visitors, when they come to my house, she tells people, I'm good at gymnastics. Mm. I, I do gymnastics very well. And also she's aware of things that she's not good at. She's like, maybe, you know, dancing is actually, I don't really know how to dance. But, but she knows what really she's good, good at. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She does not have a clue how to dance. So she, she tells you, and, and, and when other kids are dancing, she doesn't feel bad that she's not dancing. She tells you that dancing is not really my thing, but I definitely can show you gymnastic moves like that I'm good at. So we need to let our kids believe in them, be be believe in their talents mm. and be proud of their talents. So all the time, they need to have on top of their mind things that they are good at. And there's a lot that they are good at. So she, she, she's good at gymnastics. She's good at swimming. She knows the stuff that she's good at. And she, 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 she's proud of the fact that she's good at these things. Mm. So, On that mm. very point, um, uh, before I move you on to point number five, let's talk about rewarding kids with money. As a money coach, I don't know whether you would advise it or not. Like, if you take out the trash, if you clean your room, if you wash the dishes Mm. after supper, if you do this, if you do that, I will reward you with so much. And then they start to think that money is a reward for good behavior. Yeah, and that is actually a very um, disturbing thing because good behavior doesn't do any 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 you know it's like okay so let me just behave well and that's it so it doesn't give value mm. so it, it's okay to behave well but like you you it doesn't give it so the thing is that we were brought into this universe the talent in our hands and now this talent is supposed to give it to other people so a person who knows how to do hair they're supposed to do our hair. If that person stays with their talent of not of doing hair and not do our hair, we will not have great hair. So another person came in with the talent of making cakes. We need the cakes, but if they keep the talent to themselves, we can't have the cakes. So our lives is not, are not going to be that amazing. So all of us, we are all unique and we came with this talent. So we're supposed to offer those talents to the world. So if our kids know that, if I know what I'm good at and I offer it to the world, I'm going to get rewarded for that. That is when we're doing it, okay. But just good behavior, good behavior doesn't, good behavior is like you, you, you're doing something to make another person happy. Mm. And it's not about you, it's about the person. So is money happy that now the dishes are clean? Is Papa happy that the car is clean? That doesn't help. So what else can I offer Baba? So if 
I am good at one, two, three things. Can I offer it to Papa? But I don't have to offer it to Papa. I can offer it to the whole street. I can offer it to the whole of uh, the, the community, the, 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 the township. And then I can get rewarded because I'm good at it. And people are enjoying what I'm offering to them. So let's not do it for say, if you do this and this and this and this. No, what does this child have inside of them that they can share with the world and then get rewarded for that? Mm, very important note to understand issues of rewarding. Let's move on to point number four. So point number four is that we should not we should tell, let our kids know that failure is not a problem. Mm. So if a child fails, we need to be saying to them, "Oh wow, so you are learning. So it, it now failing means that you have learned something, or you found out that you, you maybe don't like this, or." There's a better way of doing it. Or there's, so we were taught that when you fail, I mean, we were scolded for failing. We were made to feel so bad, like, why are you wasting my money? Why have you done this? How could you do this? How could you fail? How could you not like this? How could you not do this? Mm. But then we then was, we are so scared now to fail. There's so many people who say, you know what, I want to go into this business. But they're thinking, what if I failed? What if I say? And they they, they they don't know that they're hearing their father or mother or whoever screaming at them for failing and making them feel so bad for failing that they will never, ever go and touch that because what if they fail? Mm. Very, so very our important kids need point. To, our kids need to, when they fail, they need to be excited that, oh, well, this way doesn't work. Can I try another new way? Can I try another way of, 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 of getting this done? Or maybe this is not for me. Or maybe, you know, they should not be scared of failure. They should enjoy failing because failing is only for learning. True. Failing is only for learning. That's an important point. The last one, my darling, before we let you go. So they should enjoy making money. So it it shouldn't be something where it feels like work. It feels like trauma. They should enjoy making money. When, When they're making money, it should be something that is out of their hearts, something that they love doing, something that they enjoy doing, something that gives them joy. So we, it should never be about something that, I hate washing dishes, but wash them anyway, you know, because you need the money. No. If I have to wash dishes, I should know why I'm washing dishes, because if I don't wash dishes, we're going to have uh, problems, hygiene problems. Not because you want money. I washed dishes because I wanted money, and I hated it. So I, then I knew that hating things, uh, the things that I hate, actually can give me money. So let me just do more stuff I hate. Mm, very, very true. Mm. Thank you so much, Busi, for joining us and just sharing those five uh, critical points. And I'm sure a lot of parents listening right now are taking note of them. Please share with us your social media handles where our listeners can connect with you. Oh, thank you so much, friend. So I'm on, I'm on Facebook and all the social media platforms. It's Busi, Money with Busi, uh, Busi or Busi Celestial. And I've got a great YouTube channel that um, you can log on to. And also I've got a free course that I've, I've mentioned before, How to Manifest 100K. It's on Facebook as a group. You can just type in How to Manifest 100K or send an email to busi at busiselation.com. You, you will get that course. So that's a 30-day course that changes now the mind of the parent, helps the parent to understand that 10 grand and 100,000 is the same thing, and you can have it 
easily without doing much as you would not do much for 10 rand you should not be doing much for 100,000 but the thing is that you think 100,000 is way too big you think 100,000 is not possible to make happen without much work as in struggle work so um it will help you understand why you have been thinking the way you've been thinking about money and also just make way to 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 understand how you can actually allow money into your life without the drama and the struggle and there's pain and all this. Thank you, Karen. Thank you so much, Busi. And please do stay with us, uh, Busi, and do continue, um, you know, answering that call when we ask you to come on board and share some more wisdom with us. And it is 26 minutes before 5 o'clock. Stay with us right here on SAFM.